Welcome to Awakening Today. This is a twice a week resource for you on our podcast feed to encourage you in the Bible reading plan, to also update you on things in the church. We're so glad you're with us. Today is the week of March 22nd. This is the first of two episodes for this week. My name is Chris Nye, one of the pastors on staff at Awakening. Our vision behind this podcast is to just drop into your feed on Tuesdays and Thursdays in order to encourage you in our Bible reading plan. We've been going through the wisdom literature, and I want to direct you back to that plan. I know maybe it's been a while, maybe you first heard about it in church a couple weeks ago, but this is our time, especially in this isolation season that we're in and a time where we're sheltered in place, to actually get into God's Word on your own. Our Bible reading plan is available at awakeningchurch.com. It's on our front page. You can just scroll down about midway through. There's a link there for a digital copy of the Bible reading plan. Would love for you to dive into this, to get to know your scriptures during this time, and to spend this time as you are isolated at home, reading God's Word, being saturated in God's Word, and being shaped by God's Word. What we want to do with these podcasts is I just want to drop into your feed, remind you to be reading, encourage you to read, and highlight a couple of things in the passages as you're reading. It's like this week is a great example. Uh, This week as a church, we read a little bit of Proverbs chapter 11 through 18, and then we read the beginning of Job. Job's a complicated book if you haven't already figured that out man, this is a really difficult book to put our head around. And I just want to take a couple moments to look at this. So if you've got a Bible, go to Job chapter 1, and we'll just kind of sit there and read a little bit of this together and reflect on what this might mean. Job chapter 1, it starts like this. It says, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright one who feared God and turned away from evil. This is a great intro. kind of sets the scene. We're in this land called Uz, and we have this character named Job, which scripture says he turned from evil. He was upright. He was blameless in all his ways. And this is the perfect setup for the book of Job, which you're reading right now, is that Job, it is essentially a story of an equation that, Proverbs sets up that Job kind of continues on. Job is blameless. And this is important because it's essentially starting out saying Job was one of those guys who enacted Proverbs perfectly. And Proverbs looks like an equation. And Job is going to question that equation. The equation is this. Do good and you will be rewarded. Do good and you'll be blessed. It's kind of that simple, like doing good equals blessing, doing good equals righteousness, doing good equals favor. The Proverbs are filled with this. In fact, if you're to read the book of Proverbs just straight through, you're to read a book that is pretty much telling you this is one way life works. Look at, for example, Proverbs 3.33. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. Pretty simple, right? God curses the wicked and he blesses the righteous. How about Proverbs 11.8? This was in your reading plan this week. The righteous person is rescued from trouble and it falls on the wicked instead. The righteous person is rescued from trouble and it falls on the wicked instead. Now, 
If you know anything about the book of Job, you already know where this is going. Wait a second. I thought it worked pretty simply. Righteous people are saved from trouble. Wicked people get trouble. Job is the story of a righteous person who receives tremendous trouble. And we have to remember our Bible is not contradicting itself. It's like having a conversation. I love the way Tim Mackey of the Bible Project puts it. He says, the wisdom literature is having a conversation. It's like three friends in a pub. And you've got Proverbs, who's like, this is the way it goes. And Job, the other friend in a pub, sitting there drinking with his buddies, he's like, I don't know if it goes that simply. I think life's a little bit more complicated than that. And Ecclesiastes is like, yeah, well, if you take God out of the equation of this, it's all meaningless anyways. And the three of them are having this conversation around life, God, suffering, pain, and difficulty. And all of them are listening to each other, and we have to listen to all of these friends. Because here's the thing. Proverbs is true, right? It's generally right that all of the things in Proverbs that is talked about is right. For example, uh, in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, it says, Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. That's generally true. But aren't there times we commit our work to the Lord, and then our plans fall apart? How about this? Uh, the very next verse, Proverbs 16, 4. The Lord has made everything this purpose, even the wicked for his trouble. Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination uh, to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. But then you have the Psalms that talk about the wicked winning. And the, the, psalms, the psalmist is frustrated with the times that the wicked is, is receiving. You see, the Bible is beautiful because the Bible paints a picture of life as we know it, which is that life generally works one way, but it doesn't always work that way. In other words, your life is not an algorithm. Your life is not a computer program. You do not put certain inputs in and receive certain outputs out. In fact, God's world is vastly complex, and the book of Job beautifully paints this portrait of a man who follows Proverbs and everything goes wrong. And what you're going to learn as you read Job is Job is less about a description about how life goes and, a and more of a description about how we react to how life goes. Let me say that again. Job is not so much a description of how life goes as much as it's a description of how we react to how life goes. And Job, the great beauty of Job, as you read it, is it is an invitation into God's complex world under God's beautiful wisdom. It's an invitation into God's complex world and God's beautiful wisdom. I want to encourage you to read Job in light of these verses in Proverbs, but also in light of what we've been studying in James chapter 1, where it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you receive trials of various kinds, for you know that the trials produce steadfastness. Yeah, how did Job develop steadfastness? That's James 1, 2 through 4. How does James develop character attributes that he would not develop had he not gone through the suffering? Maybe think about uh, the, the scripture in, in Matthew uh, chapter 6 where Jesus teaches us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. Where Jesus teaches us to pray, lead us out of temptation. 
You see, these prayers are important to give us because it helps us understand a biblical theology of difficulty and trial, which is this. You see, life with God does not exclude us from temptation and trials. It equips us for temptation and trials. Life with God does not exclude us from temptation and trials. It equips us for temptations and trials. So as you read Job, consider the man who walked through the life as, a man, as someone who lived life perfectly with Proverbs, who understood Proverbs, who lived Proverbs with perfection, and yet still came through suffering. What did he learn? How did he grow? How did his relationship with the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth, flower during the time everything was taken away from him? We'll be back on Thursday to discuss a little bit of Satan's role in all of this and the temptations and the ways that this harms and complicates the picture. But for now, consider how might suffering equip us? How might life with God equip us for suffering? How might suffering change who we are? What happens to Job through this? Well, you'll see as you read. And may God give you the grace and the understanding as you read his word and communion with him every day. Grace and peace to you. We'll see you on Thursday.